Hey there, Donna Ashton here. And listen, I get you. You're already busy with a full calendar and trying to squeeze in some inspiration and learning here. So I won't waste your time or bring fluffy crap you can't use. I'm here to help you design a simplified business you can scale and help you work less and make more. This show is for high achieving coaches and experts who want strategies to unlock the next level in their business and create days that allow creative time and space for family, all while increasing revenue. Let's get to it. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of Four Day Weekends. It is absolutely gorgeous out here right now. I'm on a walk. It's 69 degrees in February 1st, and I'm like, this is why I live here. (laughs) And I'm so motivated. I'm like, oh, I'm going to take a walk and I'm going to do a podcast. So you're getting me in a bright, sunny, beautiful, birds are singing, blue sky, gorgeous day. And I want to talk today about being a people pleaser and not having your business boundaries in place. Because as we are talking about really, you know, creating structure and really digging into the practical side of saving time in your business, one of the sneakiest time abusers, let's just say, is this not having business boundaries in place and being saying yes to everything, being a people pleaser, whatever you want to call it. I find, especially in women, that it is something that bleeds over into things. We don't realize it. You know, we're just not aware or conscious that we're, we're doing these things. Or if we are, we feel like we should be doing it. We feel guilty. We want to help people. We want to nourish people. We want to give our all. And I think that it will, like, sabotage. And and it depends, I guess, to what degree you're doing this. But if you find yourself constantly saying yes, constantly doing things you don't really want to be doing, adding things to people's, you know, delivery, going over on time, during client calls, you know, changing things in your offer because someone says, oh, I don't really need that. I'd like to do something else. Or can you just add this other piece over here? You know, taking phone calls on the weekends or responding back to emails out of your normal business hours. Or perhaps you never even set up standard business hours. So if you think about a company, they aren't just going to let people work and come in whenever they want, right? Oh, just whenever you come in. It would be nice if they could do it that way. But there are standard operating procedures in companies and businesses so that people do things correctly and so they get the work done. Now, it's your own business, and you don't have to have a manual to run it. But I feel like a lot of times we start our business, we're flying by the seat of our pants, we're trying to make money, we're doing whatever, we're throwing spaghetti at the wall, and then before we know it, we have a full roster of clients and it's going really well, but we've never turned around and looked back and said, okay, let's start making some kind of structure to this business 
so that it's not just all over the place. And I think women tend to be the culprits when it comes to this. I don't know that men have a problem just saying, hell no, I don't do that, <laughs> right? But as women, we're like, oh, we're taught to be sweet and nice. I wasn't taught to be sweet and nice, but anyway, most people are. And so I feel like it's, we feel bad or something, that guilt that we should be saying yes or we should be agreeing with it or we should be whatever. So I think it's, we spend a lot of time creating our marketing and, and setting up our, um, you know, sort of the programs and the software and our websites and, you know, all of that. But we never really think about like the, I don't even what it would call, sort of the personal infrastructure <laughs> of, you know, what our business could and would look like because I think sometimes it just happens by default you know someone says okay I can't do coaching and I can only do it at seven o'clock on Thursday night so now suddenly you work on Thursday nights at seven instead of you being the one who designs things and I understand in the beginning sometimes some of this is is a must you have to try things out you have to get clients you have to do what you have to do but for those of you who are listening to this, you're, you should already be past that point. You should already be like, okay, you're successful. You've already got it going on and you already hit some goals and, you know, kind of have a system and process to what you're doing. And you've been around the block a few times and been in business a little while. So now you, you turn around and you're like, oh, my God, what a mess I've created here. How do I get myself out of it? <laughs> How do I create boundaries in a business that's like a wild thing and you know, the arms are flying everywhere and there's no way to kind of rein it in? So a couple things I can talk about here is really looking at the time that you spend fulfilling your clients whatever it is like so it's client calls or client projects like client delivery like the the tasks that you have to do to complete the work right so they pay you x and you deliver z so looking at that making sure that you are sticking to what you're getting paid for and not adding a whole bunch of extra things extra work extra time and i'm not saying you can't surprise people and over deliver and you know once in a while have something like that but i feel like what happens is that people start to over deliver all the time and then it just becomes what's accepted and the client's expecting like the expectations are now at a place where they're just expecting that's the service they're going to get they're expecting that instead of 60 minute calls with, with you every week they get 75-minute calls with you every week. And the expectations are out of alignment, and it's hard, and it's hard for you as the coach or the consultant or the business owner to say, oh, wait a minute, I've been doing this for you for the last six months, but that's not really how it's supposed to be. And I feel like that's how you get – that's how you're like, well, how can I go back to them and, and all of that? So if you are in that type of a mess, if you are – taking phone calls on the weekends or, you know, outside of the normal way that you do it, if you've never actually set up something 
the first thing to do is to sort of take a breath and say, okay, if I was starting this business tomorrow, what would I want it to look like, right? How would I want those calls to be handled? What times would I take client calls? How would I, you know, make sure in the contract that it says that I'll do this, but not that, right? Like how, what wording do I need to put in there? What do I need to make them aware of? It is setting the expectations before you set the expectations and you create these boundaries of you send me an email on Friday afternoon. I will not be responding until, you know, Monday or whatever. Like you are the one who creates that. And without it, it just becomes a free for all and your clients don't know if it's the right time or not the right time and can they email you? Well, they'll try it. And if it works, well, she responded. So I guess it's okay. You know, you can't really blame them. And it also garners a little bit of respect when you stand in your power of, Hey, I take Fridays off and I'm not, I don't take calls then. So you have to book a different day, right? It just kind of sets the bar a little bit higher and it's not, I think we think it's going to be viewed as a negative or we're going to be like, oh, no, I hope that's okay. But I think your, your clients are going to be respectful and say, oh, okay, well, she must be really busy. She's got it going on or she's got a very nicely structured business. I want to know that the person that I'm paying to help me has it, has it together <laughs> and isn't just like running around and not knowing what they're doing. So we want to help you create the structure, get some business boundaries in place. And there, I can't say here are the five things that you need to do because there are boundaries everywhere. But I just want you to, one, figure out what it would look like, what it could look like if you could start all over. And then... Try to be aware as things start to happen because you don't, I think we don't realize what we do and where the boundary is being pushed. So it could be with your children. It could be with a spouse. It could be something else. When you say you're going to go in there and check an email and you're back in three hours, that's a problem. So it's, it's, it's up to you to start catching yourself if you find, oh, here's one of those places. And sometimes things will happen and you didn't realize you didn't have a boundary there. And that's okay. As long as you don't let it happen again. I've had this happen to me. I thought I was pretty good, like creating things, but things will happen. Someone will do something, whether it's family, friends, or clients, or coworkers, or colleagues. And you're like, okay, I don't want that to happen again. So what do I need to do to put in place? But if you don't do anything, it's going to happen again. So, you know, shame on you if you let it go on and then you are feeling bad, like, oh, I wish this wouldn't happen. Like, just create something. So create a policy, create a contract, you know, put something in writing when you start working with someone or let your family know that this is the time I'm dedicated to going to work or let your children know I'll be done by three so I can help you with your homework or whatever it is, right? So 
but you've got to stick to those boundaries. And it's not to say that you can never be flexible and you could never go outside your boundaries. But I think if you're having a problem never staying in your boundaries and it's starting to affect you, I'm talking to you. So everyone has to be flexible and, and has to, you know, kind of bend with the wind a little bit. But this is a big thing I see for women. And when it starts to really encroach on their lives and their time, if they are time starved, this is one of the easiest ways because it's about you. It's about you taking a stand. You don't really have to do anything different. Maybe for the most part, you just have to like decide a couple things, put a couple things into play and do it. You have total control over your business boundaries and, and saying yes and being a people pleaser. I'm not saying that you can't please people and do a great job because I want to do that, but I don't want to be seen as a people pleaser because that to me feels like a negative kind of connotation that I'll just do whatever at the expense of myself and I won't. So I want you to have a little backbone here and pick a couple ways right now. You probably already have something in your mind as I've been talking on what, where you've been a little bit lax or you didn't even realize, oh, I can change that. You can change anything. You are the, you are the artist. You are the designer. You create the canvas and it's your business and there's no one else who's going to come in and change it for you. So if you want something different than what you have right now, make a couple small changes and tighten up your business boundaries. Okay. If you want more information on how to get this, you can go over to my website and grab the map to four day weekends or one of the other little micro trainings that I have over there. All right, until next time. I hope you got some juicy nuggets to inspire and show you simplifying and scaling is easier than you think. If you're ready to tame the chaos of your business into a simpler model while increasing your impact and income, grab my free simplify and scale template at DonnaAshton.com forward slash template, or check the link in the show notes. See you next time.